0: so exciting i've been looking forward to this all week the uh the way that uh i went about this is i, I actually kind of like went backwards and ended up chatting with some people and i looked through books
1: from the era okay awesome and i'm gonna level we're, with you we're talking clout here if anybody yeah. hasn't read the title to this yeah, video yeah, yeah
0: all of them mention clout
2: <laughs>
3: literally oh. all of them mention it which did books a, i mean, we had some marketing our hr our pr person brought me a pile i think there was like 35 books in the pile that like clout was either like in the name of the book like there's literally a clout for dummies book there is really, yeah there's a clout for dummies book uh r was like you know a chapter was about clout so it was it was so so funny and random
0: so on the inside, this looks like it's there is a maelstrom that's kind of happening to you. It is uh, it's causing you to get random calls from celebrities that, or celebrities' agents that are saying, "Hey, why isn't my cloud score?" says Taylor Swift's manager. "Bit better than Britney Spears's cloud score. Uh, you need to fix that for me." You're starting to get deals where you're brokering uh, influence or potential influence with brands. What happens from there?
3: Yeah, I mean, the it was actually crazy. We would get the agents and the celebrities and you know athletes and all these people pinging us about their cloud scores. But I was also getting death threats how people. You were? Yeah. Holy Um, shit. So there was this moment in, man, 2011, I suppose, 2012, around there, where we did a massive algorithm change. And everyone's score went down a ton. And for, like, a couple days, hashtag Occupy Clout, this was in the Occupy Wall Street era, hashtag Occupy Clout was trending on Twitter. Wow. And if you searched Clout CEO or clout phone number, my cell phone came up because when I incorporated the company, I just put my own cell phone. Of course, you do. So I was getting like just hundreds of calls a day, people like pissed off about their scores, death threats. um You know, my apartment would, people would just show up in my apartment. Uh, yeah. It was like, a, it was a crazy, crazy moment. It was, it was, you know, we'd have people just show up at the office. Um, it
0: was you know, definitely wild. So, and, and this is for those of you that, that had, didn't have an opportunity, the really the blessing to be able to listen to the first version of the first part of this episode. It's uh, you're in the Twitter office because it's easier to do get get their attention and get business deals done that way. So, it, and anytime that someone passes to the Twitter offices, you're like scraping Twitter to be able to say, Hey, pass by Cloud also. <laughs> like, y'all are on the same level. But it's starting to feel a little bit. It must start to feel like a little. You're going to the same level, right?
3: Yeah, I mean, it's it, you know, we went through a couple years where literally every day was our biggest day, and wow,
1: uh, crazy.
3: You know, so we were in the Twitter building. We were outgrowing our space. We got our first real own office a couple blocks away in in San Francisco. There were at this point like nine of us or ten of us working in the company, and. I signed a lease for like 20,000 square feet. (laughs) I'm not calling it. That's a warehouse, man. It was a warehouse. It literally was a warehouse. And I have an amazing picture of the team standing in the middle of it. And I was just like, we're going to be big. Like, we're going for it. Wow. And it was, was, you know, it was just a great deal that fell in my lap. So I just jumped on it and I subletted out the building in a bunch of ways. Kleiner Perkins was actually renting from me. Like their San Francisco office was, they were... They had invested in the company, and then I was charging them rent. So it's like <laughs> I was like, they invested in the company, I was paying rent, but then I was charging them rent on the space that they had That's already paid great. for. Oh, uh, it was Wonderful. pretty great. <laughs> um, okay,
0: and, and so by this point, keep in mind this is the it's not the early days of the internet, but it sure feels like a little bit of the, it's the beginning of Web 2.0, essentially. Oh, social, in a way. yeah, right. It's definitely, it's definitely the beginning. West. Of yeah, absolutely, and as that is... is still the wild west and it's small and and jack dorsey just sitting in an office doing you know coding or whatever and so uh you've raised a round from kleiner that feels massive at the time the company is growing in your mind and in the minds of kleiner it's starting to feel like this could be a unicorn or whatever people said back in the day is that right
3: yeah there was a so i had uh Kleiner led our series B which now would be like a series A. And then we did right. a series C which was a 30 million dollar round that Kleiner led again.
0: Right. And they, they led two subsequent rounds.
3: Yeah, they led two rounds and I had two board members from Kleiner. Okay. Uh, so they were like deeply wow. deeply in. Okay. And I remember one of those board members telling me that he had told the partnership at their Monday meeting that we were going to return the fund, which is what everybody
0: hopes, right? And so to understand the mechanics of venture capital is any investment, because of course some of them will fail, every investment should have an opportunity to return the fund. And the, the moment, the day where it's clear that something is going to return the fund is like, it's like a magical day. Oh my God, the investor feels good. Everybody feels this is it.
3: Yeah, and in that moment, it felt like, you know, we felt the full force of Kleiner Perkins behind our company. And right, wow. when they lean in, it's an incredible thing, like the what, mm-hmm. what they were able to bring to bear for us. So, like, an example, just a random funny example. I was having a conversation, actually, with John Doerr. Mm-hmm. He was asking me what I was worried about, and I said, you know, we dealt with a lot of, we were ingesting a ton of data and doing all this mm-hmm. crazy analytics on it. And I was like, you yeah, know, I've been reading about some privacy legislation that, you know, we just need to be kind of aware of and, you know, could, could cause problems for us. He's like, oh, okay, let me let me set something up for you. The next night I'm having dinner at Al Gore's house <laughs> to like <laughs> talk about internet privacy. <laughs> it's, just, it's so beyond ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, and you know it was just like that kind of stuff all the time it was you know it was was amazing and really cool
1: i'm I'm curious um um just from kleiner's perspective they obviously thought a lot about you and their their bet here is like social is obviously going to take off and you're going to be a big part of it um and you're going to be the influencer side of things did they um, do you guys know, did they invest in any of the other, like, Facebook or Twitter or any of the other, I guess it was just Facebook and Twitter at that time, where they, they weren't major investors. So this was maybe, like, their, their like, bet on social, potentially.
3: Yeah, we were, you know, I think they were in a late round on Twitter. Okay. Um, but I don't, you know, it was, like, one of those big later rounds. Yeah. Um, hey.
0: Facebook was an Excel company famously
2: right.
0: and right. Twitter was a benchmark and uh, really benchmarked Fred Wilson company. Yeah. What Sorry.
3: USB. Yeah. So the, you know, the way Kleiner was thinking about us, there was a social component, but it was really this story that like the world was changing. Right. The internet used to be about pages. Like you yeah. got credibility because you were on New York Now the internet was about people and Clout was page-ranked for people. And mm, there was this What like, a story.
1: Jeez, what a slide to a great have. slide.
3: So literally the slide was like, here are the layers of the internet, and Clout is a new layer. And what, that we were what like... What love
1: about, you're so good on
0: so many... You've run three <laughs> venture-back companies. You're in your third today. And you did all this other crap before that is also kind of low-key amazing. And so in, in our WhatsApp groups that we have, you're referred to as, like, the silent killer. Yes. <laughs> and, and I, for some yes, person, well, I love are. that. you are.
1: You <laughs> are.
0: Because you are, uh, you're, you've gone through so much. Do we, like, page rank for people is an incredible phrase, especially to VCs back in that day. It would be like, wow, you're going to index all people and all of their ability right. to to affect things. Yep. Yeah. and. And and there's a viral component, and there is a word-of-mouth component. And like everything on the internet, if it gets hated to some degree, that's good. Yeah. And it means you to drive results. Uh, and uh, so you, I mean, there's a part of you that believes it, but there's a part of you that's also selling it. And so what is happening to the business at this time?
3: I mean, selling it's really a good word because... Every metric is argued about, like, you know, right. Nielsen ratings, Q scores, like, every kind of arbiter of importantness is is argued about, but ultimately everyone says, like, well, it's a number we can all agree on, so it's a shitty number, but we're going to do business around that.
1: Because you compare it to, yeah, yeah. everybody else. So yeah.
3: my attitude was, like, we want to be the shittiest number that is the stand. So it was all right. about, like... The standard, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so, like... Yeah. You know, we did a lot of things. You know, I mentioned those deals earlier, like Virgin America giving plane tickets away based on Cloud right. Scores, right. hotels in Las Vegas upgrading rooms on Cloud Scores, CNN when they r- scrolled a tweet would show the Cloud Score. Like those things made the number real. Um, right. And you know, so we did a lot of smart stuff to to like reinforce the number. Ultimately, who knows? You know, like we had a lot of smart people working on it. We had teams of PhDs and yeah, the number was as legit as a number could be, but we were measuring yeah, yeah. an emotion. Like yeah. we're, we were measuring influence. Influence right. is an emotion <laughs> the same way like love is an emotion or hate <laughs> yeah. is an emotion or whatever. So it's like, yeah, the whole thing was uh, there was we had to build this big story. And so the business was growing and we had this, we had two businesses. We had, um, you know, one side, there was, there was this consumer side where people were signing up and getting their cloud scores. Yep then we had brands paying us to connect them to influencers in that group
1: right
3: uh and we were working with like you know all the top brands and then we had a, another side of the business where our api was doing billions of transactions a day and uh i mean that was probably the other killer slide in the deck we had a slide that was like uh we there was only like 5 companies at that time doing more than a billion API transactions a day. Oh. Wow. And all of them were like thousands of employees and we were like 50 employees doing like multiple billion transactions a day. Wow. Uh, wow. And it was like such a good slide. Um but we had you know the data business was also really good.
1: Right. So so what what happens next? So you're you're obviously you have this 30 million from Kleiner. You have, you're at 50 people at this point.
3: Yeah. So we're at, so we yeah, we do this big round. Kleiner leads the round, IVP's like kind of right next to them. Van yep. comes in, like, you know, top, top firms. Um, we're still every day is still the biggest day. It's kind of like growing, growing, growing. Um, we're hiring a ton of people. You know, we went from like being just me for a year to like, I remember one day we had 15 people start on a day. Wow. And we're like one of the hottest companies there is. So we're pulling people from Facebook. We're pulling right. people from Google. Right. Like amazing, amazing people. Um, I get Emil Michael C- COO yeah. joins the team. Like right, uh, yeah, like ridiculous talent. Uh, no, it's
0: kind of Michael's for context. Later becomes the C O O of Uber. Many years. Later. A cheap business
3: officer, but like... Just he, a cheap
0: business officer, excuse ridiculously me.
3: Ridiculously right. talented person. Uh, yeah, so the team's getting amazing. We're pulling all these great people and we're growing. Uh, and this goes for about a year. And then we kind of like peak. I huh. saw a moment
0: on your face just now where an emotion came through. And I'm just going to try and call it. <laughs> you were like... It was like it was like a moment of like almost weeping. Did I see something cross I mean, your face?
3: I don't know if it was weeping, but it definitely uh, it it, it was like a thing. Like it, it sitting in my bedroom in New York, like coming up with this idea. Yeah, there was this vision of like, oh, I'm going to create a score. It's going to become the standard. Yep, going to get it distributed everywhere, and people are going to get free stuff because of it. Right. All of those things happened. Yeah, and. We, we had you know multiple years of every day was our biggest day and started not happening like then it was like it was a big event had to happen to like break you know we were kind of treading water the numbers were still big yeah but they it wasn't up into the right anymore can you talk about
1: what 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 those numbers were
3: we were doing like 10 ish million in revenue okay um great so like you know pretty real numbers and you know
1: The revenue, just to be clear, that is the brands are paying you for access to these influencers. And
3: and then it was like half, it was probably like 70% that and 30% data. Okay. Uh, So we had like Salesforce and, you know, big companies paying us for access to data. Yep. Uh, So we're starting to tread water and we start thinking, you know, internally we're having conversations like, all right, we got, you know, no one's freaking out yet. what's
1: the user user number that
3: probably you know well north of 10 million registered users but we have scores on hundreds of millions of people right right um and you know we're we're having we were going from like we had months where we had like a million people join in a month to now it's like a million people in a quarter and so it's like the velocity's slowing down but it's still growing
1: and at this point just for for context twitter has what a couple hundred million users or something and Facebook's got... A billion. What? A billion? Yeah. Okay. So you're an order of magnitude below them, below, like, registered users, below for sure. Twitter. But that's th- still pretty... That's but it's for probably, signed but like, up users, that's great.
3: Yeah. And they're engaged, and it's the cream of the crop of their best right. users. Yeah, I was going right. to say. It's, <laughs>
0: it's the people that people want to reach. And your revenue per user is probably higher than Twitter, Facebook, than LinkedIn at that time.
3: Yeah. And... Um, and we have scores for every We don't need you to register to have your right. score, and right. so we're monetizing right. even the unregistered users through our data. Mm-mm. Right, right. Um, but we want to, you know, we're trying to get to 100 million users. Like we're, we're, sure. you know, try, trying to grow really fast, and we're, you know, we we get up to around 20, but um, it's you know, but it's slowing down. So we're starting to think about okay, like cool, what, what is the next product line? And yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we're, you know, we're starting to like spin up little teams internally to like try different products. We buy a company that's, you know, this is mobile still wasn't, wasn't, we didn't start in like the mobile era and it was clearly becoming a big deal, but like we didn't have that. So we bought a team and kind of made them our mobile team. Mm -hmm. Um, We're trying a lot of stuff and you're seeing people get nervous. Like the board meetings start getting tougher you know, I have these growth that previously Kleiner was really great because it was like they are you know they're a big name brand, but they're still early stage investors, so like yeah, yeah, it felt like our board meetings were about the ideas and like we're learning stuff and what what's next, where now I have uh like the i v p s of the world who are great um they were but they were growth investors who are like, hey. Let's run through the numbers again, guys. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's let's dig into these numbers a little bit more, and like the right. meetings become more challenging. Uh, mm-hmm. You can feel people get nervous. You start seeing for the first time some churn in the org. Um, people which is
1: normal.
0: But there's yeah, a it's like
3: it's interesting. You learn. I'll go real quick. You learn there's this type of uh, employee who. Yeah. Is building a portfolio yes. of stock. Yes. And Especially in tech I, I can swear control. they like, yeah, yeah. I swear they like on their 366 day open TechCrunch and see who has the headline. And they're like, well, I guess I'm going to Pinterest or like it's so you know, whatever true. the. Mm. Uh, so we had like a, you know, we were a really hot company. We got a bunch of those people who are really, you know, have great pedigree. Yeah. None of them really invest, not none of them, but like a lot of them don't invest in the culture or whatever. They're very mercenary. Yeah. yeah. And then they all started kind of bailing um, as we weren't the like hottest, sexiest thing. Job. Um, So it's like, it's not bad yet, but it's like, it's, you know, it's feeling like pressure for sure. Right? right. And, you know, we're a series C company trying to do like series A seed stage Experimentation and it just has people nervous. Right. And then out of kind of out of nowhere, Microsoft comes knocking. And you know they had been kind of like different teams. You know we just we try to know everybody. We're always pulling data from everywhere. Right. Right. But um, I get connected to the Bing team, and we basically really quickly come to a huge partnership. It's uh. You know, it's basically a twenty million dollar deal. It's like wow. s- split between awesome. data. They wanted to um, integrate cloud data into Bing, and an investment. They were inv- they invested in this. Yeah, and we part of the deal was we had uh we had a like dedicated team for Bing, and they had like a like we had a we created a team together that was like half staffed with them and half staffed with us.
1: Wow,
3: and. Um, we were going to do all this cool stuff, and it wasn't explicit, but it was very implicit that like this was a path to them buying us. Feel right. And it was actually like, really interesting, giving yeah. them space and stuff like that.
0: There, Microsoft here is looking the same way with the AI thing. I think right now it's actually a good time to talk about it. Microsoft is yeah. always looking for the chinks, the 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 sort of uh, the the bumps in the armor. Of Google, of Google or of other, Google. <laughs> right, yeah. specifically Google. And here they were explicitly <laughs> like anything that damages Google, we want to do is what they said about open AI. They were like, if it damages Google, we're down. And I could, <laughs> you could see how they could think about uh, the social movement, so the phenomenon of social media as being a way that they could get a better understanding of search and improve their search results. Uh, in a way that google could not does that does that resonate
3: with you yeah i mean it goes back to pagerank for people
0: right. and of course it was an
3: angle they could take through us <laughs> that like you know gave them the the a story and a like product to differentiate against um so the you know we had we actually built some really amazing stuff with them um you know you'd search gardening and it would not just be articles from home and gardens but it would be like here are the people you should Check that are Apple.
1: most influential and you even could could you show tweets on, yeah we like, could show the the, like
3: tweets and then we could actually we built wow. this thing where you could like
1: i didn't know ask this them a
3: question and mm-hmm. like we'd integrate search results we did like awesome awesome stuff actually God. Um, the,
1: the, the and where we're going to eventually get to is cloak gets sold but now my mind is just racing as far as like just thinking about if you're able to do this with like all the other content sources out there, with Reddit and YouTube and yeah. and like all these other things, like what you could do today to surface, like, and also with AI, like this, this is just this should be a layer of the internet.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I, I, it
0: should be really like. And then I asked him during the episode. I said, "Do you believe that ship could have gotten all the way and been like DoorDash or whatever it is?" I said. Here, Joe, you're painting a picture where actually this business could have gotten clout, could, and you could have gotten all the way to unicorn status, maybe public company. Am I misrepresenting? No. Is that what you feel today?
3: It's really funny. So I think about this a lot. <laughs> um, I bet. The, yeah. <laughs> the company I did after clout literally failed. Like, you know, right. we... we. right, right uh sold it but it was really just like they bought parts you know and not a success in any way and if i think about that company and i replay every decision we made and like what i would have done differently and what outcome would have came out of it maybe we two times it maybe we forced exit right but it's still not a win on any meaningful scale yep i was the same way yeah and if i think about clout and like where how things could have played out like if you could run the cloud you know simulation 10 times yeah i probably scored in like the lower third (laughs) like for how for the moment we captured and the like timing of it and everything um you know could have done worse but like there are a bunch of scenarios and like little things that like it could be a layer of the internet and like foundational, you. many, many, you know, tens, hundreds of billions of dollar company. Yeah. yeah. With, uh, you know, a few things fall the uh, different ways.
1: So, so to continue this story. So what happened? So Microsoft obviously makes this investment and you guys did this BD deal yeah. on Bing. So
3: this is really like the, this is like the critical moment in the company. Yeah. Cause there's like a bunch of forces at play. So there's, um, uh, investors who's starting to get a little nervous like they paid up at a high price and growth Uh is slowing team that's a little restless and i see a life raft with microsoft right and i'm like you know talk all the shit you want about being like it's hundreds of millions of users so i'm like we could plug into that funnel reignite growth you know, do some really strategic stuff. You know, we start, t- you know, we have a reinforced this story that we are the, the page rank for people and this layer. Yeah. Um. So I'm like, you know, I have teams trying different ideas, but I'm like all in on Microsoft. I'm like, I'm going to make this work.
1: Right. I'm
3: up in Seattle two days a week. Wow. Working <laughs> in person with the team. Actually had an amazing experience working with them in a lot of ways. There's like a couple of the people there I'm very close to still. Um. But it's like, building the relationship like we are together and we're painting a picture of the future together the guy who runs bing his name is chi lu he's like he's actually a pretty incredible guy like the highest capacity for work i've seen like wow uh i spent two years in a row december 26th in the office all day with him like we were working that close together um, and he's a guy, he would schedule meetings for like 2 AM and I'd be like, wow. oh, are you in China? Because they had the big R and D team over there. He's like, no. I just, like, I just, I just want to work. <laughs> yeah. He's he'd, he'd like, oh, can you come up on December 26th? <laughs> um, and it's, it was part of a test to see how serious you were. Yeah. But mm-hmm. he also just worked that hard. So I'm like really close with these guys, like building cool stuff and, you know, the hope is either we reignite growth, or they're like, "Oh wow, this is critical. We can just buy this," right? And and then I return the fund, and it's all all good. good. And we're deal. like, yeah. So <laughs> it we get into negotiations. They like we start talking about acquisition. Yep. And get you know really serious. Like we're talking about like what my role would be and how the team fits in and. Do we? There's some Microsoft people in the Bay, and which ones are in Seattle, and how we do all these things, and uh you know we're like f- far, far into this, and Ballmer gets fired.
1: Oh, wow! Just
3: like dies. So what? Getting, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and so, thi-
1: so so walk back in the history of Microsoft. When did Balmer get fired? What what ha- what happened? Is this after he missed the the mobile? Way. He bought
3: like Nokia
1: and okay. for like twelve
3: billion, you know, that and he made Motorola. a bunch of big acquisitions. Yeah. There was an ad company they bought for a bunch. I remember I was on campus up there on the day their stock hit like the lowest price it had hit in like
2: oh, many wow. years.
3: And like the vibe on campus was terrible. Um it was just you know, it didn't seem like they were heading in a great direction. And right. um I remember this
1: now. Yeah, I remember. Yeah.
3: But we were like, we had spent time with him. We had spent time with Bill. Like we were like deep. deep. Um, And it just was like, this is on pause. This ain't happening right now. We'll see later. (laughs) And now the core business is really, really hurting. Because Because the core
0: business comes into focus. Because the deal was in focus. Yeah. Like whatever, we'll figure it out. The deal. Yeah, it,
3: yes. the deal kept looking better and better. Like we were working on cooler and cooler stuff. Like we were really jamming. We had this big vision of what we could right. do. And so I was like, well.
1: Did you guys it, talk like acquisition prices and like everything was, it was going to be like a really big deal. Like okay. a big deal.
3: And like, you know, wow, Microsoft stock, even, you know, it would have been really valuable because we were there talking about a deal when their stock was at a low price oh, yeah. for a high number, I, <laughs> like, <yeah>. wow, <laughs> you know, Uh, and it just falls apart. And, uh, and then, you know, then the boards look at me like, whoa, (laughs) (laughs) what What are you going to do, Joe? Yeah. And the core business is like just drying on a vine. Like, it you know, got really neglected. Yeah. Team, a lot of people on the team were like, everyone could see the momentum on the Microsoft thing. So everyone's like, oh, I'm going to ride this out right and we're gonna get acquired by microsoft it's gonna be awesome and then then it's like hey guys uh we're kind of pulling back from microsoft (laughs) Um, right and everyone then is just like oh shit and like team starts leaving board starts like flailing um and then at the same time kleiner was going through like there was a
1: a lawsuit
3: and there was a a bunch of like oh right they the were,
1: lawsuit yeah
3: they were doing a new fund yeah. and both the partners who are on my board weren't in the new fund
1: oh, so it was like a huge,
3: huge power vacuum on the board um so the, it, we went into this just like total we're spinning this is the
1: story is even crazier than i thought it would be <laughs> i'm so glad we did the v2 of this
3: because it was you I, know and it's uh, it's so crazy in a startup because it was like a couple things break our way. And like yeah. we have a life-changing, you know, industry-changing deal with Microsoft. And I think we would have been such a great fit with them. Like the way we were working together and the collaboration we had and the teams and like, we would have done amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just died. So do you have Bill like,
0: Gates' phone number on your phone?
3: <laughs> no, no, I do not have his phone number. But I think it's spend time with them, which was amazing. Um, so board is freaking out board is a mess you know I'd, um and they have like crazy board politics Um uh, team is leaving Emil right. leaves like a lot you know Emil right. oh, goes shit. to uber which yeah. i'm like
1: oh okay got I'm it like
3: hey can you just take me with you <laughs> <one?"> <laughs> uh yeah the, and it's really really painful like all these things because you know I had a really hard time with people leaving because my identity is so tied to the company that I feel like them leaving, they're not leaving the company, they're leaving me. Right. And yeah, so it's like really hard and like I'm trying to like keep the shit from falling apart. It feels like the whole thing is falling apart.
1: Can we pause for a second just like for especially for like first time founders like you going through that and then you're now subsequent companies like looking back on that moment of people leaving do you think that it was as big of a deal as you gave it then based on what you know now of building companies
3: it is it's always hard like ne- never it was never drama in the sense like it was always um you know a, we lift people up and appreciate them it was not yes, like yes. interpersonal drama in any way but like how hurt I would feel in the moment, right? Um, I have definitely gotten better at dealing with that, and like with everyone, you know, it just takes a little time, and then it's cool. Like, yeah, I think I invest. We have thirteen companies spun out of Clout, and I invested in like all of them. So like, I love That's seeing, great. and it's been so amazing to see all the cool stuff people have gone on. I very close to like everyone. Um yeah. But in the moment, yeah, it's like hard hard to not take it personally, and I have gotten better but it's not i don't know that it ever gets easy
1: i i just and just a, a quick side note and i want to get back to your story i i felt the same way with ship as well and like i would do anything i possibly could do to like if i heard this person wasn't like happier So i'm like do you want more money like yep. give you a more title and all that and i've subsequently learned like
3: can't save that people
1: you can't save people and don't also think. like any individual or even groups of individuals like if they're not there they don't really want to be there you don't really want them to be there anyways and there's going to be a new group of people or 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 whoever else that that can be excited by the the company you're at and that that ultimately everybody is replaceable including including yourself as well like and 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 that's definitely i think a a tough lesson for first-time founders um to because you yeah, uh, as you said your is all tied up with it as well
3: yeah and then like yeah definitely the idea of going to the board and being like oh this person left now and this person left <laughs> like yeah and, like you don't want to do that and like but, yeah so went through all that like trying to save people to right. like right yeah realize you can buy a little bit of time sometimes you know but it's like mostly not worth it and it's going to happen either way so like um uh, getting better at not taking it personal and getting better at like, like I literally, I would see somebody on a cell phone and be like, who are they talking to as a recruiter oh, calling them? Like oh, yeah. you start getting like crazy, you know,
1: <laughs> yeah. is, Uber call- turns- is Uber calling them.
3: <laughs> and it turns the blood in the water where like one person leaves and then the recruiters start calling the rest of that team and like, well, it is.
1: Know, it, yeah. It, to- they, it They must yeah. know something you don't. Yeah. And they
3: get everyone kind of tripping out and it's, it's really bad. Um, but it was like a really, really hard time in the company. and, we're still trying to experiment out of it. I'm trying to like, right? trying to get plans. We're trying different things, but like, we had lost our momentum in a massive way. Like, we'd already kind of uh, plateaued, and then you know, put all the attention on Microsoft, and then it just didn't happen. Uh, but so if we you, were in trouble.
1: If you look objectively, those right, like you you have tens of millions of dollars in revenue still. I'm assuming unless that yeah, started to still, drop, still had real you had money. Tens of millions of of registered, and I would consider them still active users as they still have and that's probably still growing as well like you still have a pretty good business here. Still
3: a good business so there you know there's conversations of like should we cut way down and like you know uh recalibrate around that business right and i think mm-hmm. and but that today that's probably what you would do back then
1: the right. idea right. of a
3: layoff was like you might as well just close the company down. Yes, no one's going to never will raise money. <laughs> yeah. No one will come work here. If, 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 if yeah, you get, if there's talk of a layoff, you're like done. So like it's a different era in that sense. Yeah. You're um, totally right. And then, you yeah, know, but we were at a high valuation. So like we're, we got to be like, Hey, we've taken revenue from 10 to 30 million. Right. Right. And now we're going to raise at, you know, 400 million. And, um, this was like not a path. To do that. So, Joe, you
0: several times that you have said was one of my favorite quotes. There are so many good Joe Ferrados quotes, but one of them is I made many mistakes and all of them were solvable except for taking money at too high
3: a valuation.
0: Now, here we are describing, because I'm hearing, and it sounds like Joe, uh, Kevin is also hearing, there's a business here.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. And actually, I'm excited about that business. Right. The, but your board partners don't exist anymore. Your last round was at, I don't know what it is, but like, I don't know, the 300, something something wild. And so, like, I get, like, I don't know, would, it, would a more serious operator have just continued to operate on the business and gotten nah, that, you know? I, I, I,
3: I, we would have, so we were... People had paid up. We were at Mm -hmm. high valuation. Crazy thing was, I didn't even take the highest possible valuation in that round. Um, That's great. So I thought I was being conservative. Right. um, Mm -hmm. But it was still high. And we now had a business that probably justified, you know, half that valuation. Right. Um, Have partners. And this is a learning lesson, too. I always really liked young kind of up-and-coming partners and VC mm-hmm. firms. Like, mm-hmm. I felt like their energy matched mine, and it was this, like, we're going to be doing deals together forever, like, mentality. Uh When things got hard, I didn't realize <laughs> those people are... They're managing their own careers. Yeah, and, like, they
0: have no influence also at their fund.
3: Yeah, and, like, <laughs> they don't have the, like... uh the credibility of the clout to go to their fund and be like, these guys got it back off. It's going to be fine. Like they had told their fund, this was going to be awesome. They had like, right. you know, paid up to be in it. They had like bragged about it and now it's treading water and going down. And like, yeah. So their partner's like, well, what are you going to do? This was supposed to save the fun This is going to be the fund returner. You got to do something over there. So they start feeling a huge amount of pressure and right. none of them are bad. I have like good relationships with everybody. It was, but it was a tough time. Like everyone was yeah. kind of figuring this out. And um, so then the conversation starts like, hey, maybe we need a new CEO to like right. reignite this. And, and that's really uh-huh. the only path to like, you know, you can get a new CEO and that person can like say, hey, you know, the only way I'll come on is if you guys put some more money in this company so that I have enough right. time to execute my yeah. plan. But no one's going to give me more money. I've, you know, I made this big bet on Microsoft. Right. If it worked, I'm a hero, but it right. didn't work. Right. right. Um, so, like, yeah, the that's the conversation at the board is, like, who, who, who should really be running this? Because, like, we've lost confidence in you. Right. Um,
1: that's tough.
3: Yeah, it was tough for sure. Because I'm also, like, well, we don't have any product market. F- like, we're losing product market fit. So, like. Right. They're bringing in people. I'm meeting people as potential CEOs, like yeah. badass people. <laughs> like, but like, you know, people do who are like used to growing big businesses, accelerating They're, that are
1: already yet working. They found yeah. product market. fit. So you would say that you had not found product market fit.
3: Well, we had found product market fit that had to a point, right? You know, right. And so then it changes, yeah, yeah. A, it changes. A, a so you need to find the next product market fit that takes it to the next level. Wait, hold right. on.
0: I I, I got to challenge this. Isn't product market fit at this point just deal velocity with brands in order to be able to say we're going to get more influencers on the table so that you could sell more knickknacks or whatever? Isn't that product market
3: fit at this stage? It's just about deal velocity. It, we have it's still like, you know, getting that business from ten million dollars to twenty to fifty. Like, it it wasn't clear that it was like as scalable. Were were you just
1: not, you had a sales team, obviously, right? And you just weren't closing as many deals as you, to to get from one to 10 was a lot easier to go from 10 to 20.
3: Right. And like, you know, so that was like part of the discussion is like, could a more seasoned person build a like bigger, you know, build out and like the, you know, how will the product evolve more to a SaaS offering? and you know, there's like a different revenue model around that that's more scalable. We were too campaign oriented, so it'd be really lumpy. Right. Um, and we had some stuff that was like showing some promise around that. Um, but like, you know, basically they start a search for a CEO. And I'm involved and like right. we're, you know, working well together and um, yep. you know, thinking about it. <laughs> and I get a call from another CEO of yep. um this company, the company that actually ended up buying us he uh he calls me and he um they're interviewing somebody who worked for for cloud, and yeah. um so he calls me for a reference check on that person and i he asked, and I ask him like, "Oh, what's the job for?" And he explains it to me, and I'm like, "Look, that person is amazing. I really love them. like we go out as couples, like they're really good, but I don't think that is a good role yeah. for them. Yeah. And he's like, whoa, that's amazing. Like, no one ever tells the truth in these calls. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, oh, no problem. Uh, And he's like, hey, by the way, we use your data and we're big fans. And I'm like, oh, we're probably going to have to shut you off (laughs) because we're going to convert to the SaaS business. And we're like, yeah, we're going to kill some of this data business so that we can have our own offering. And he's like, whoa, hold on. Can we get dinner? I want to talk to you about it. Yeah. Wow what the fuck
1: <laughs> yo so startups are crazy so crazy
3: uh, yeah so i get dinner with, <laughs> it takes like a month for us to like get dinner uh we get dinner and like he tells me the story of like hey you know they're at 100 plus million revenue they're on this path to go public cloud's been on their like their board of um you know they've been talking about like how it would fit in and wow. um and you know we should combine forces and we could they could go public faster and basically everything my board's telling me is like we have to build up this like SaaS machine and all the yeah. salespeople and whatever like they've already they done have that. yeah so i'm like oh this is interesting and him and i get along well and like the the vision of the future is pretty like you know aligned so like he puts somebody on it i put somebody on it and i'm like hey i have a board meeting in like three weeks um <laughs> Like we have to move fast. And if so, I could present something to the board. Right. And we actually in a like that quickly get to like an outline of a deal. Yeah. That the board has now found somebody to replace me and I'm coming to the board with a deal to sell the company. Wow. And what the this just, looks, yeah. this story is amazing. <laughs> uh, and we're at, and that's like the meeting is like which which, which of these direction are we gonna go <laughs> on? Uh, wow. and how does a meeting go? Wait, hold on. Double click. Super what contentious in the meeting. Yeah, yeah, like because you know, there's it's totally everyone's playing a different game. We have investors who came in early,
1: right, right. Who this
3: deal is like great. And how many
1: board board seats you have now? Is like, it was like you and two Kleiners, one IVP.
3: Well. IVP Venrock, those guys were just observers. Okay. They didn't actually have board seats. Graycroft okay. had an observer. Kleiner had two. We had actually had a really had an, one independent, and I had a meal sitting in the other common seat. Still, even though he left, like uh,
1: oh, interesting. Okay. And uh, we were like, Good for a meal.
3: Yeah, I want a meal. was like a lifesaver. Um, I wanted so, to keep a meal as close as possible. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. uh, so it's like. There's a it doesn't get to like board vote type thing because the board's weird, but like you know there's this there's a much bigger group of influencers around the board of yeah wow. you know and like Kleiner and IVP do deals with each other
1: right right forever absolutely and like
3: they're not gonna piss each other off necessarily just for you know like uh it was it was like really really interesting like one of the inv- I I'm like uh, side note. We're also starting to see in our relationships with t- Twitter and Facebook and all the social networks that the game is changing. Like,
1: right? Th- this huh. is, right. You know, we're
3: now in 2014, and we are super dialed into these. Na- like, we know all the people in the orgs. We're like constantly aware of like you know the debates they are having internally. And I'm like, I don't know that we're going to keep this access to data. Right. So like data could disappear our business is slowing you could throw a new person in here and who knows or we have a deal on the table this is a no brainer and i'm like we should do this and i have one of the investors who's came in late he's like look i 100 percent disagree like there's a chance it could still you know this could still be a home run i'm not going to go to my my firm and tell them like i'm returning the money um uh you know i'm against it and it was just really interesting seeing, like, portfolio theory versus, like, this is our lives. Yeah. Like, that was... That's right.
0: You own a hundred... This is a hundred... This is your one shot. Yeah. yeah. This is one of 30 or whatever shots
3: of a th- Yeah. And he literally said, like, we would rather have this go to zero, but of you course, tried of right. they would. a yeah. Grand Slam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you guys hit, like, a solid double or whatever.
1: So I'm curious. I, I, like,
3: and at least he's being honest. No, it was For great. some people. There was which... actually no drama, and I, like, love that guy. Like, he's actually an investor in my new company because yeah. it was, like, there was no bullshit. It was just, right. like, I understood, you know, it made sense.
1: So now looking forward in the future, obviously the biggest risk was the platform risk. How much intel did you, bring to the, did you have to bring to the board?
3: We had a lot. So we had a giant, one of our biggest teams was business development. Uh Uh-huh. And, you know, they were out doing deals, like getting CloudScore placed everywhere, but, like, they were also working with all the the platforms. Right. And we, like, mapped those orgs. So we knew, and we had, like, ownership. Like, I would make sure to meet with the Twitter, the CEO of Twitter, at least, like, you know, a couple times a year. And Emil would have a relationship with these people. And our, Mm. like, we had everyone math mapped across these orgs like we did wow crazy stuff to like build those relationships so that like we owe i just never wanted to like wake up and read TechCrunch and be like oh shit we got shut off yeah like yeah i I wanted to know if there was a problem so if somebody if an ally got fired or quit or got promoted or like somebody new came in like we would know and we would figure out and like make friends with everyone we had to make friends with it was like super super strategic it was interesting but it was also really frustrating because we always like everything we built we had to think about like well how will this person think about it and how do we get them on board and you know how do we tell their the story that it's benefiting them too and it was a lot of work but like you know we we could see the writing on the wall that like Facebook specifically and Twitter was leaning that way, and then you had new networks like Snap and Pinterest where they didn't even have APIs.
1: Right, right. Um,
3: that the game was just going to change.
1: So go. So now go back to the boardroom. When, when, obviously, the, was there a decision that was made there? How how did that negotiation go down?
3: I mean, it was it was really contentious. We had uh, some people around the company who are like very strongly against the deal yeah and um in the end i don't know if i've ever even told this in a broader way like kleiner came through like they also awesome. like the my partner at kleiner i'll even say chi chen um like actually made it happen like we we you know i told them like this has to happen like an ex- explain why i was like you know and he challenged me really hard and at the end he was like okay i'm gonna do everything i can to make it happen and like um like you know getting him on board broke the tie and right uh and like kind of, you had
1: you um, emil
3: well it wasn't even like from a voting tie just from a like political machine
1: right Right,
3: um, it's, it's so important to state
0: that there are votes. Yes, yeah, it's not a real. But thing. Really, it's not how things are happening. No, that's tr- every that's side totally conversation true. That's true. has occurred prior. Yep, yep. And the the decision is made beforehand, and that's what Joe is. I think really clarifying is, is Chihuah came around not just on a vote from a vote standpoint, but he came through ahead of time, giving Joe the commitment to go through with
3: this thing. And yeah, they were. He- his he was so respected across the board, and you know these people want to keep doing deals with him, and um, that him saying like this is the right thing to do just got everyone else to kind of fall in line.
0: Right. My God, I'm like, it's like I'm I've been holding my breath the whole time.
3: Yeah, it was insane. Um, so, it was like it was it was crazy because it was like we had this thing with Microsoft that would have been a huge win, and got blindsided and kind of it fell apart. And then out of nowhere, I get this reference call that turns into like a pretty good win. So it's like, I don't know, there's so much of the startup life in there to me that like, yeah, you work so hard and we did so many like dumb things and so many smart things and like, it all comes down to these like little lucky breaks L- at the large, edges.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, it And also the need like, to continue on the getting those lucky breaks. Because yeah, at any point, you are got to be like, Wait, it's, I'm not saying that people are but at any point, someone exhausted could be like, you yeah, know, fuck it. Sure, yeah. let take it. Fucking go. Our
3: right. team was tired. And like, you know, I mentioned we had people leaving, but I had this crew that really stuck through. And, um, you know, we had kind of different teams over the years, kind of generations of teams. But like by the end, there was a really tight group that had been yeah. there like three plus years, all of them. And yep. everyone was just so tired and right. so beat down and So I also was like, well, if we don't do this deal, I have to like rebuild the whole team effectively. Right. Um, Julian, I think you've said this a few times. I always loved it. Like, yeah, when you're building a startup, you're basically playing a game without a save. (laughs) There's no save.
0: Yeah. There's Uh, no save button. You can't, you can't restore. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like,
3: (laughs) you're just going and hoping to get more lucky breaks and hoping, you know, whatever, um, you know with all the conversations that I get hit up every day of like, man, if cloud was around today, it would be so huge like i do i would in the same scenario I was in would take the deal a hundred times out of a hundred because it was the
1: right know, decision it, clearly be, mm-hmm. because ultimately the platform risk was
3: so huge th- like it and was it so out. huge it's like we would there's no you can't there's a reason there's not a new cloud yeah you can't exactly
1: get the data. exactly um, unless you tried to scrape it and and especially now with like no, no, there's so many interesting players. Now I didn't realize Microsoft was involved, which now is open AI, and now you see think in the news today, like Reddit is now charging for access to their data. Yeah. And like all these things, right. like it's it's definitely clear that clout definitely in, in these times would not have existed unless you somehow could have like made yourself a part of the internet, which I don't understand. I don't know. I know how your you're on
0: page rank. In a way that did not depend on others. Really. Yeah.
1: Like, yeah. like I was First, Googled it, obviously. Yeah.
3: Right. Yeah. So like, but where we were in that moment, right. Like it was not the, the right deal to take. Um, but it, yeah, it was like, we got super lucky to sell the company when we did. And wow. Um, and then, you know, it was, that was a whole another interesting story of like being a part of a bigger company yeah i yeah. joined the board of that company they then got acquired by vista private equity and yeah um yeah there was like lot, lots of stuff there that was were, were cool
1: so then what-
3: I, I
0: love this idea of joining boards you and i have in the past talked about this i was on the board after being ceo for many years at breather and watched another bis- another set of operators operate my company yeah. Which was crazy. Wild. And and so, Joe, uh, I, I know being on this bigger board, you learned a lot watching and being one of these people. Is that one of sort of the side blessings that came as a result of this deal happening?
3: It was really cool because I had, you know, somewhere earlier in the story, I said, like, my first board meeting at Clow was the first time I was ever in a boardroom. So I had never right. seen how a board meeting should run or how a CEO did it. And I, I really, really struggled in our board meetings. We had a tough board and then like, they were like brutal and I still have kind of PTSD from it. <laughs> um, so seeing another CEO and I was on that board for like three years. I think wow. I said like two mm-hmm. words in the board. I was added no value, but, um, <laughs> but I selfishly, some <laughs> but I had like learned a lot and that CEO, um, he was great. I learned a lot from him. And even just, you know, there were times he struggled. And seeing somebody who I, like, saw as a very professional CEO struggle, you know, felt good selfishly because it's just like, oh, this is hard for everybody. Right. Um,
1: right. And, it is. It is. Yeah. Uh,
3: it, was, it was cool. I definitely benefited seeing that board. And I, I think it has helped me a lot since then.
1: That's great. Well, this story... Um it, it took way more twists and turns than I could <laughs> I even
3: still still the abridged version. There's a lot more craziness oh, in man. there. But um mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's the kind of like rise and fall of clout. And it's been that,
1: thank you for telling it. This is It's an incredible story.
3: Yeah. And,
0: and Joe, you know, I don't know. There's you you know, you know what really gets me about the use? It was the same thing with yours, Kevin, is There are a lot of these almost stories out there in Silicon Valley. Yes. uh, An example of a, one that I know a little bit more closely is, is the rise and fall of Clubhouse,
2: right? Yes. That's a
0: crazy story. That's super fast and super crazy. And, but like everyone hears the outside version. Yeah. Lots of people hear portions of it. And, and here we just happen to have a friendly set of people. Yeah that are not going to go to Joe, for example, and someone hostile would be like, well, what the fuck? You stole all the data or some, <laughs> some version. But in fact, like we have, we have a certain empathy for all the stuff that he, he has done. And so I think he is able to tell the story in a uniquely um, uh, friendly way that I love. And it is super compelling, Joe, to hear it. And I, I'm super appreciative of your openness
3: yeah it's fun it's more yeah. You know, i get asked the story a lot and um don't talk about it that much but it's like it's more the version of like oh we have to have a beer to like right. <laughs> to, yeah. uh, to tell this story. <laughs> <laughs> well
1: that's that's great i think uh do you want to wrap up here on that note
3: yeah w- people let us know what companies you want us to go uh yeah do this with next yeah and, and of... <laughs> anybody else
1: wants to come on and, and go in, in mm-hmm. depth um analysis of a success or failure of su- mm-hmm. a notable startup yeah i think this is a really cool kind of series that we're we're creating um so it's very uh, it's,
0: compelling to first of all it's compelling to be a part of it's compelling to listen to yeah also. listen
1: to it yeah for me it's it's been great and so startups good, uh, are fucking hard
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> this is, you know, it's, you know, you don't want to feel bad for CEOs, right? Like oh, no. CEOs, no, or, no, no. but what, what you do in lots of people's jobs are hard. Lots of people's jobs are hard and not well rewarded. A teacher's job is hard and right. not well rewarded right? in many senses. CEOs jobs are hard and they are well rewarded, but they are hard. Yeah. And here, what is, what is so difficult is that lack of save point is the, is the, the great unknown. Joe had no fucking idea what he was doing, you know? And none of us still the Still true. Still away. true. <laughs> no, you know way more now. We go to you for yeah.
1: so many things.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, just, you know what, what, what should we do? That's what we do when we,
1: <laughs> we're wondering, you know? All right. Cool. Well, let's, let's wrap this episode. Joe, thanks so much for telling the story. Thanks, guys. Um, and thanks for listening, everybody. Cool. Talk- Bye. We'll see you later. Bye.